Hi everyone, welcome back to the Primal Pioneer. I'm your host, Heather Shepard, classical homeopath, primal nutritionist, and primal movement coach. For the past decade, I've helped people heal and overcome both acute and chronic health struggles from leaky gut, gut autoimmunity and cancer, to soft tissue injuries, C. diff, brain injuries, and anxiety disorders using a 100% natural approach. As a former Division I athlete and trainer of professional athletes, I also help people recover from injuries and help them restore their bodies from the wear and tear that occurs as a result of such training. This podcast series is all about healing via sunlight. Like much of our culture, you may hold the belief that sunlight is bad and dangerous and even cancer causing. However, nothing could be further from the truth. And I learned this firsthand by using sunlight to help heal my TBI, my traumatic brain injury. And uh, as a result of that, came up with a protocol called the Sunlight RX, which I will talk about in detail throughout this series and basically the sunlight rx goes through my four-step protocol of how to use the sunlight to not only heal brain disorders but to also overcome and heal uh, hundreds and hundreds of our acute and chronic health struggles today so i hope you enjoy this series all about sunlight and really the take home that I want you to get here is sunlight just like a healthy diet and healthy movement practices need to be a core hub of our healing and healthcare protocols in order for us to have success long-term success with our health enjoy this series all about sunlight and the sunlight rx During this episode of the Sunlight RX series, I'm going to teach you about the benefits of red light. Now, most of you have likely heard about the benefits of red light via PBM or photobiomodulation devices. PBM is just really a fancy, more scientific way of saying red light therapy. So you can use those to Uh, phrases interchangeably. Really, photobiomodulation, photo equals light, bio equals human biology or biology and modulation equals, you know, to modulate or change. So basically, photobiomodulation, when we break down the word, it means healing our biology using light. And it's literally changing our biology using light. So, I want you to keep this in mind, however, because photobiomodulation, PBM, red light therapy, whatever you want to refer to it, while this therapy via a device can be helpful for expediting the healing process of many acute and chronic conditions, we have come to rely on the device chronically. So this happens so often. We get a device, we get some kind of supplement, and um, it isn't quite the real deal, but it's a part of the real deal in the way. Uh, However, getting the real deal, which I'll explain to you the red light in sunlight and how it's different than the red light in PBM, 
Um, what happens is when we get our, our red light via sunlight, a totally different healing process occurs. Now, I don't want to rule out PBM because there is definitely a time and a place for this therapy, especially for acute and chronic illnesses today. What most people don't realize is that we have a native red light device in the so- in the sky called the sun. And I often prescribe a PBM therapy via a device protocol for my private clients um, who are really sick or who need to get their circadian biology back in rhythm, back on point, or who some people live in really cloudy, overcast, rainy, snowy, dark places, they're going to need more PBM than, say, somebody living in Arizona or somebody living in the tropics, etc. So really this is PBM. It's a case-by-case basis of how much you should need, how much you should practice, Okay, it really, really depends on not only the condition you're dealing with, maybe it's diabetes or maybe you just broke a bone and you want to use red light to help expedite the bone healing or maybe you have a soft tissue injury and you want to use it to expedite that healing process or maybe you have cancer and you want it to, you want to use it to help heal uh, a wound that has developed around the area that was there was surgery on. This is you know common in cancer surgeries, is like breast cancer. So um, there is a time and a place for red light therapy from a device. However, what I want to emphasize is that we want to utilize the red light that's naturally found in sunlight as our main source of PBM, our main source of red light therapy. Now, is that always available to us? No, of course, we have increment weather, right? We have seasons, and so sometimes the sunlight will vary. And uh, however, what I want to emphasize in this show, in this podcast about red light is that whenever you can get your red light and you can do your red light therapy and I'll explain how throughout this podcast here, this episode, from sunlight. It's very important to use sunlight and what happens is getting your red light therapy from sunlight, it it, uh, ignites this change in lifestyle where you literally have to go outside. You know, if you're doing your PBM, you can lay on the couch, you could scroll Instagram, you could um, basically be living your whole indoor lifestyle and not have to change much about your lifestyle and still have to and still be able to do PBM. Whereas if you do your PBM via the Sunlight RX or using sunlight, this causes more, uh, or requires, I should say, more of a lifestyle change in order to implement that into your everyday life. Most people don't really want to change. They want to have more convenience. And I, I definitely understand um, that dilemma. However, 
it's really important to get your red light from sunlight as much as possible. And uh, I'm going to go into detail about that throughout this episode. So like I mentioned, I often prescribe a PBM um, therapy protocol for my private clients. And however, I say when the sun returns, because many of my clients live in areas that don't have, uh, aren't very sunny all year round. I say as soon as the sun comes up and out, you put your PBM device in the closet and you don't use it until winter comes. So, um, I tell them this be, and I, and I tell them that the, the photobiomodulation device, this is a short term tool And ultimately, we want to be using our native light source as often as possible for our red light therapy. And um, I'll explain why this is so important here. But before I dive into PBM via the Sunlight RX, let's review some of the amazing health benefits of red light as there are literally hundreds and hundreds of them. And I'm sure there's hundreds and hundreds of them that we're not even aware of yet that haven't been scientifically researched, right? And that, um, that are occurring and we don't even know it yet. So I'm going to list some of the most common and currently some of the most studied benefits of red light therapy. Again, this is a very short list um, with regard to the, the healing potential that red light has. So some of the main benefits are it helps to decrease inflammation, decrease joint pain. It's great for anyone with uh, arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, leaky gut, runner's knee, chronic fatigue, gut autoimmunity. Uh, It helps to expedite wound and scar healing. I found it to help expedite soft tissue injuries. It's a really core element. It can do some amazing things. And this has been proven in the science very well um, to helping people overcome Hashimoto's. But you you really want a special device for Hashimoto's. You don't just want to use a photobiomodulation, uh, one of those big devices that requires a little bit of a different approach. Um, you can use it to help uh, with cancer, uh, weight struggles, poor sleep, anxiety, and depressive disorders, TBI, traumatic brain injuries. I have had amazing success using red light therapy via the sun. I've never once used a red light therapy device to help heal my brain. I used it uh, red light therapy using the sun. And um, I'll talk about that throughout this entire series, but that literally was the biggest game changer when it come to, came to healing my TBI and recovering from that. If any of you have had a concussion, a brain injury of some sort, you know that it's a real bitch to heal from. I mean, literally, there's some days where you're just exhausted, you can't get out of bed, you don't have any energy, you have migraine headaches, you're dizzy, and these things can come on suddenly and out of nowhere and unexpectedly and can be triggered by smells or sounds or light. And and so um, finding something to really help overcome the TBI and brain injuries has been a complete lifesaver to me. That was the whole impetus behind me exploring sunlight as a healing modality to help heal my TBI because literally nothing else worked. Acupuncture, um, I will I will say that homeopathy has been 
just as amazing as sunlight and that those that combination of of the sunlight rx and homeopathy have been absolutely paramount in my brain healing um and all the side effects that go along with that um so it, it because not much can really provide long-term relief for for many brain injuries and so if that's you if you're someone out there who struggles with brain injuries or even migraine headaches I really want you to know that there's hope and um, that's exactly why I created the Sunlight RX after I discovered how potent and powerful uh, using sunlight and certain spectrums of sunlight were to helping me overcome my TBI because it literally restored the mitochondria uh, number and function in my brain and it helped to realign my circadian biology which the main circadian clock is the PVN the paraventricular nucleus which is right behind the retina right behind the eye and that's right there in the brain and so when you have a TBI your brain gets jostled and you immediately um, have uh, brain gut issues because the the wire that goes between the brain and that goes between the gut it literally becomes disconnected um and that's the vagus nerve and and so you immediately have brain gut issues you immediately can't sleep you immediately have metabolic disorders because your metabolic signaling starts with the light that goes through your eye in the eye clock and so there's a lot of side effects that result from a TBI that we might not associate with the brain, like our metabolism, like our gut health, right? But that are really, really impacted from a brain injury. So anyway, I created the Sunlight RX as a result of how uh, much success I had using sunlight as a main healing tool to my brain injury. So those are a few, literally a few things that red light therapy can help to support and benefit. Now let's talk about a PBM device, okay, which is just red light, okay? This is just 100% red light in the device and we're going to talk I'm going to talk about the PBM device versus sunlight. So <clears throat> excuse me, photobiomodulation via a device offers literally a power punch of 100% infrared light. And sunlight, on the other hand, contains 42% red light, 365 days a year. Now, it's also diluted with other light frequencies, and these frequencies vary throughout the day. So it's not going to be the same thing, um, you know, sun up to sundown, unless it's the middle of winter and you're probably not going to have a whole lot of variation. Typically, there is a good degree of variation throughout the day, but nonetheless, even when there's not a whole lot of variation, say in the middle of winter, there's still going to be other light frequencies mixed in with that red light. So you will never find red light by itself in sunlight. Okay. So red light, um, like I said, it's, it's in the solar spectrum. 42% of sunlight is red light. And, um, 
PBM via a device contains 100% red. Okay, so that's just, that's the that's a huge difference that I really want you to get there. And this is why that it's super important when you do engage in photobiomodulation via a red light device, the duration is short, okay? Short as in a few minutes. This is like a power punch of red light. And yes, um, this is a case when where more is not actually better, but can be counterproductive to health. So red light is becoming really trendy these days. There's um, infrared saunas, there's infrared um, gyms, and there's, there's literally they're turning a lot of things into infrared. So really great. We need red light and we all have a deficiency of red light or most people today do, but we have a deficiency in red light because we don't go outside in sunlight that contains 42% red 365 days a year. And we instead live primarily indoors in front of a screen, which contains almost 100% blue mixed with green, which is very problematic to our biology. So why I prefer to get my photobiomodulation via sunlight first, nature ingeniously designed sunlight for 365 days a year, literally every day of the year to contain 42% red light. What this means is that your cells constantly have a fuel source and regeneration source in perfect balance, okay, when you are out in sunlight. So also, you're never going to get 100% red light, right, from sunlight. If our biology needed that amount of red to survive, to reproduce, to thrive, then nature would have designed it this way 3.5 billion years ago, right? However, sunlight always contains the perfect blend of our optimal uh, biological um, components, what we need to function optimally. I'm going to give you an example here. Um, of how you can use sunlight, especially the red light contained in sunlight to help support your healing process. So sunrise is the ideal time to get your sunlight RX PBM therapy on. During this time of day, there's no UV light present. And just to be clear, if you live above the 29 degree latitude, during the winter months, you're not going to have UV light present um, pretty much at all during at least two to three months, okay? Uh, and you can research that depending on your latitude, depending on your location. You can download the app called D as in dog, D Minder, and that can help you see the UV light available in your area throughout the year. So anyway, um, Sunrise is the ideal time to get your sunlight PBM therapy on because during this time of day, there's no UV light present and the solar spectrum is primarily dominant in red and blue light. 
And this combination is highly favorable to your hormones and to your metabolic function. When your eyes and skin are in this light, one major thing that happens is that cortisol begins to be released from your anterior pituitary gland. Now, when cortisol is released, what happens is melatonin release is paused. These two hormones work indirectly of one another. So if you have cortisol being released, melatonin is being paused. If you have melatonin being released, cortisol release is being paused. Cortisol is going to give you energy. It's what makes you feel energized throughout your day. You can run from the saber-toothed tiger. You can have energy and exercise and garden. And um, notice I'm not saying send an email, but you can do things that require moving your body, tending the land, taking care of yourself, going for walks, going for hikes. Um, doing things that require more energy. This is cortisol. Many people in our culture today have an imbalance of cortisol. It's not released in a timely way, meaning it's not released first thing in the morning. But when it gets to be around noon, 11 a.m., noon, 1, oh, here comes the cortisol. This is a time when cortisol should be um, getting around the highest release, whereas most people are just starting to release their cortisol at that time of day. And this is going to cause huge issues with sleep, with energy levels. And so um, really, if you want to heal your hormones, your energy levels, your sleep you need to see the sunrise because you're going to get that combination of red and blue light. And this combination, red is the antidote to blue. So you're not going to get an overpowering amount of blue light like we get when we look at our computer screen or our phone, but you're going to get the perfect amount that helps to uh, with that cortisol release to begin first thing in the morning this is like this is the cup of coffee that we all need to be drinking in order to support our our hormone health our metabolic health our energy levels our sleep etc so your cortisol and melatonin uh, they're literally on a time release schedule based on the light that you're looking at and on a healthy schedule um, cortisol is released starting at sunrise. It's released throughout the day. And as the sun gets higher and higher in the sky, more and more cortisol is released. One, so you can be productive. Two, the more cortisol you have running through your bloodstream, the less likely you are to get a sunburn. Okay, so when most people today, their cortisol is low until 11 o'clock, noon, 1 p.m., when the UV light is the highest, right, when it's really strong, most people don't have enough cortisol in their bloodstream to counter the effect of the UV light, which, and so what happens is they end up getting a sunburn. So, if, however, you see the sunrise, and not just with your eyes, as much skin in the sunrise as you can, you're going to stimulate the release of cortisol. And this is key to helping not only to support your energy levels, but to preventing sunburns midday. Now, melatonin, that 
is a very, very interesting hormone. It's one of the most important hormones. They're all important, right? But this is like a powerhouse. It's one of the most important hormones in the body. And it's released two to four hours after sunset. So what happens if you look at artificial light and blue light after sunset, um, especially, is that you're going to delay the release of melatonin and which you're not going to get sleepy as early. You're not going to have as deep sleep. The sleep isn't going to be as regenerative. And literally people, what do they do? They take melatonin pills. They take this and that, everything you can think of. But if we want to get to the core of the issue, we need to be watching the sunrise, being in the sun throughout the day, right? And then mitigating our artificial light throughout the day, but especially at night after sunset to help protect this cortisol melatonin relationship, which is so, so huge when it comes to our health, our circadian biology, our hormone health, our metabolic health, etc. So, um, while red light, let's talk about red light here, because red light also um, prevents sunburns. So the more red light you get at sunrise, the least likely, the less likely you are to burn in afternoon light as well. Even if you're red hair and freckles, even if you're the palest, whitest person on the planet, if you do the Sunlight RX, starting with step one, being in the sunrise as naked as you can, um, you will not burn in afternoon light. But I'm not talking about being in, in sunrise light for five minutes. Our culture has a significant nature deficit disorder and along with that, a sunlight deficiency. So we really need to be outside in that sunlight for at least 30 minutes to an hour in order to get the healing benefits. Now you can see why most people will prefer to stick with their daily schedule, get a photobiomodulation device and do it for three minutes a day. It's really, really different. But the outcome is going to be very, very different as well. You're going to get much more benefit if you dedicate to the Sunlight RX than if you dedicate you know, your time to three minutes of photobiomodulation via a device. Not that the device is bad. There is a time and a place for it. However, we're a culture that becomes dependent on convenience, and that convenience often is a block to nature and being outside more, which is where a lot of our healing potential lies. So red light is uh, one of the main benefits of red light besides preventing sunburns is that it stimulates energy production and decreases inflammation. It also preconditions your skin to absorb more UV light. So the more red light you get at sunrise, and I should also add blue light there because they're, they're found together, the more UV light you're going to absorb later in the day. So this is important because I'll talk about this in the next episode when I get into UV light because UV light is how you make all your uh, many of your neurotransmitters 
thyroid hormone, and vitamin D. So you can't go out in sunrise light and say, oh, I'm making vitamin D, I'm in sunlight. That's not accurate. You can only, there's only a window of time throughout the day where you can make vitamin D. And that window of time is when UVB, as in boy, light is available in your region, in your area. And this varies from region to region, season to season. And it depends highly on your latitude and your altitude. Um, so the whole goal here is that red light is prepping your skin to absorb more UV light and UV light is huge in terms of our hormone health. Vitamin D is a hormone. We make vitamin D in UVB light. I'll get into the benefits and and the details of UV light in the next episode again, but when we go about the Sunlight Rx in this chronological order, we're literally hitting these um, these checkpoints, these physiological metabolic checkpoints. Okay, seeing the sunrise, cortisol is being released. Check. Seeing the sunrise, the skin is being preconditioned with cortisol running through the veins and the red light from sunlight, so I don't burn in the afternoon, but I absorb vitamin D, which is how I make all my hormones and how I have a strong immune system. Okay, check, right? If we just go into afternoon sunlight and we skip the whole beginning process of the sunrise and the time after sunrise... We're not hitting those physiological checkpoints that our body needs to be able to tell time effectively and efficiently, and we're not going to have the our hormones or metabolic signals being fired at the appropriate times. So this is why it's so important to um, get out and get in, especially sunrise, because this is going to precondition your skin um, and your physiology to be able to absorb that UVB light later in the day. Okay, so um, let's see. So when your skin is preconditioned with red, like I mentioned, you prevent sunburn in the afternoon. Um, And here's the thing. Sunburns don't cause malignant melanoma, which is the only form of quote-unquote skin cancer that causes death. I think when it comes to, um, if I'm remembering the numbers right, when it comes to skin cancer that people go to the dermatologist for and they get surgery on and they cut out a chunk of skin, that's a total scam because You can't get cancer from that. Oh, they say it can spread into this and that. No, you cannot cannot get cancer from that. Now, if you have malignant melanoma, which looks different than um, the, uh, the skin irritations that the dermatologists are cutting out of people and getting paid ludicrous amounts of money for each one of those surgeries... Like literally, that's not going to kill you. And what that is a result of is A, 
looking at blue light because your face really gets blasted with blue light from a computer screen and from your cell phone, um, from LED lights in your house. And what that's also from um, is a bad diet, especially vegetable oils and toxins in your body. They need a dumping ground. They need a place to dump their toxins in order to in order to protect your internal organs. So a safe place to dump stuff is in the face and on the skin. And um, this actually has a term called lipofuscin, which uh, you can look that up if you'd like, but it's basically these pigments on the skin where toxins are dumped. And the, and the body is it's ingenious. It'll dump things there on the skin because it's protecting the internal organs from damage. So the dermatologists have been convinced that this is skin cancer. However, it's not really considered a cancer technically because nobody can die from it. It's just, um, it doesn't look, you know, it can it can have a different look on it than regular skin because usually... There's a lot of toxins that have been dumped there or it's been damaged by blue light. And so um, this can easily be overcome with a clean diet and by committing to the Sunlight RX practice. So that might have been new information for many people, but that's a really important one because We've been told a lot of lies about skin cancer and a lot of people, especially older people, go to the dermatologist and have unnecessary surgeries and things cut out of their face and then they have a chunk on their face and then they have wounds and scarring and it's totally unnecessary in most cases. So um, when you, so this goes back to red light and blue light, they're preconditioning your skin to absorb more UVB light. And when my issue with sunburns is not that it causes cancer, because in malignant melanoma, what is the number one thing across the board that is a constant in malignant melanoma is low vitamin D levels. And how are you designed to make vitamin D? Via sunlight. So it makes absolutely no sense that the thing that prevents malignant melanoma would cause it. It just, it doesn't make sense. And people don't, aren't taught this, and even the doctors, they don't connect these dots here. They just tell you to take a vitamin D supplement, which is not the same as the vitamin D that you make when you're in UVB light. So why I want people to be in sunrise light when they get that blue and they get that red because they're prepping their body to literally absorb more UVB light and vitamin D and neurochemicals when that UV light shows up later in the day. So you're going to have a more balanced mood when you do this. You're going to have a healthier, more diverse gut flora, and uh, you're going to be less inflamed. You're not going to burn in uh, afternoon sunlight along with many, many other things. Additionally, the presence of blue light with red light at sunrise, um, as I mentioned, there's this swap that goes on. So melatonin release, 
pauses and melatonin is like it's the nighttime hormone right and you'll learn some some really counterintuitive stuff about melatonin in the next uh, uv light episode but the release of melatonin gets paused when we get out we see the sunrise and then as soon as we see the sunrise that light stimulates cortisol release which presses pause on melatonin so that's very, very important because um, we don't want to be releasing melatonin during the day, during sunlight hours, or else we will be extremely tired. Um, our biological time clock would be back words for sure. So um, let's see, red light and sunlight, it's literally fuel for your cells and regenerative to every single protein in your body. Um, it plays huge roles in preventing inflammation and in literally pumping out energy. Three things that happen at the cellular level in your mitochondria is your mitochondria pump out energy, oxygen, and water. Most people just think, oh, the cells pump out energy. The cells do pump out energy, but they pump out energy, oxygen, and water. The water it pumps out is this structured water that surrounds your cells, and that's what gives you some serious, serious energy. That's really really we want a lot of water around the cells because there'll be less inflammation and there will be a really really great energy the more water you have around your cells the longer you live the more energy you'll have the healthier you'll be and so how do you do this by getting on your sunlight rx especially that morning sunlight but again Red light is so paramount to this energy production, this production of energy, oxygen, and water at the cellular level that it's literally present in all sunlight 365 days a year. 42% of sunlight is red. So um, when you get outside in nature under our native light source, then your your cells literally um, can regenerate. They can pump out more energy, oxygen, and water. Your cells can regenerate. Now, you can have these effects. You can definitely have these effects using a device. However, there's so much more going on in the light frequencies of sunlight because there's so many diverse light spectrums that I highly recommend doing your PBM in sunlight as often as you can. And to use PBM via a device as a backup when needed, okay? So, um, as I mentioned in the beginning, PBM devices, they have a time, they have a place, they can be exceptionally beneficial, especially during the beginning stages of healing or during uh, low-level light seasons, um, and for people living at high latitudes, right, that really don't have much sunlight during the winter, this is when PBM, these are some examples of when PBM can be helpful, um, you know, especially when sunlight becomes less available in your area. So those are some benefits of red light. And um, I hope you found that beneficial. 
that was a little bit dense because there's so much to say on the benefits of red light. It was kind of just scratching the surface there. The take home is, is that it preconditions your skin to absorb more UVB light later in the day. So you have healthy hormones and a healthy immune system and, um, excellent energy levels. Your inflammation levels are low and you produce more energy, oxygen, and water at the cellular level when you're in red light. For more information on the health benefits of red light and to learn how to use sunlight to support your health, I invite you to pick up a copy of the Sunlight Rx at heathershepherd.com. Go to the homepage, scroll down, and you'll see a place to purchase your copy of the Sunlight Rx. To learn more about the healing benefits of sunlight and other holistic self-healing modalities such as my metabolic reset course, leaky gut protocol, and homeopathic consultations, visit me online at heathershepherd.com. That's H-E-A-T-H-A-R-S-H-E-P-A-R-D.com. And don't forget to pick up your copy of the Sunlight Rx ebook to learn my four step protocol on how to use the sun to overcome and prevent both acute and chronic health conditions, including traumatic brain injuries. Pick up your copy at heathershepherd.com, scroll down the homepage, and click on the Sunlight Rx ebook for more info.